Welcome to the Larry Kreider's Leadership Podcast. Larry is the author of over 40 books, the founder of Dove International, a worldwide family of churches and ministries in six continents, and has over 50 years of leadership experience. He and his guests will share inspirational leadership insights from their journey with God. These insights, gleaned from serving leaders in many nations, will transform your life and leadership. For more information on Larry's books and resources, visit LarryKreider.com. Welcome to the Larry Carter Leadership Podcast. With me in the studio again today for the second time, Steve and Mary Prokopchak. Welcome, guys. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank Thanks for having us back. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> First time you were here, talking about Call Together and just un- unpack that whole book, how God showed you how to write that, how the couples can mentor couples. They don't have to be a pastor. It was awesome. And again, if you haven't heard that, please go back uh, and uh, make sure you listen to that podcast today. We're going to talk about the this, this second book. There's bills on that book, Staying Together. So we have mm-hmm. called together. And obviously, you're called to get married. We want to stay together. Right. And so we've got staying together. And uh, Steve and Mary, we've obviously been friends for many years. We've worked together all over the world through the Dev International family. And you served as a counselor and staff for many years when I was pastoring the Dev Christian Fellowship Church here in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, you've provided all these materials and you've written so much stuff on sabbaticals and identity and et cetera. But we want to focus today on staying together, Stephen Mary Prokopchak. So good to have you guys in the studio. Are you ready? Oh, we're ready. Here we go. Where did the title come from for staying together? It's a challenging title to some because it does sound like, well, we just want to stay together. But when we did a survey of the young couples who went through called together and we said to them, they did our pre and post marital. We said to them, look, and they kept asking us, do you have a follow up book? Because we want our marriage to stay together. They kept seemingly using that phrase. So it kind of became our joke title, I guess, for, for a while. Yeah. yeah. And then we laid it out to them and, and then said, if we, if we followed up beyond postmarital, you know, the first five, 10 years of marriage, what would you think is really, really important to follow up on? What are the subjects? And uh, so as we did that, we also found from them, what is the title that, that, uh, that would help you uh, connect to this book? Uh, and, and, uh, and they said, well, it's, it is staying together because we, that's, that's our goal. That's what we want to do. And not, not just stay together or just live together, but we really want to have a, a prosperous marriage. So the subtitle is Marriage, A Lifelong Affair. I love it. I love it. So in light of that, you were called together. You've got staying together. What's the difference? Explain how this yeah. all works. Well, called together is very much a workbook that we do couple to couple, take couples through premarital, sure. postmarital counseling. Staying together was built in a way that has a lot of content. Right. But there are also, with every chapter, there are a lot of questions. So a couple could actually read this together. A couple could read it. Um, they could read it individually. They read it together. But really, the questions are meant to even ask each other these questions as they walk and work through the book. We also use it in small groups. And I think Mary can share a little bit about that later. Uh, a lot of small groups are using uh, this book and right. taking couples through um, the process of helping their marriages to stay together. And so, yeah, it's not it's not a book that if you're if you're if your marriage is going totally south, this is you know we want to build on a good marriage and have it become a better one. Exactly, Mary. What would you say about that? What, any other differences you see between staying together, call together, and anything else that you would like to say? Uh, this is definitely more relational. Okay, like at, as we do the book with a group. 
they interact together. It's not just a mentor couple walking yes, a couple yes. through it like our premarital was. This right. is more group oriented. It can be a lot of fun. Yeah. I want to hear more about that later. Yeah. I want you to really unlo- unpack yeah. that for us. Uh, Steve, <laughs> take us through the book. I mean, what do you cover concerning marriage, healthy yeah. marriage in well, the book? Give us a synopsis. There, I mean, we all know there are a lot of marriage books out there. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we, we really are backing up to those, mainly those three subjects that we heard from the couples in pre and post-marital communication, the intimacy area or sexual area, and the financial area. Right. The other thing that we added heavily in this is the whole area of conflict. Mm. Because couples in premarital, they don't think that they're going to have conflict. Right. And and so uh, we do talk about that, of course, in postmarital, but we build quite heavily on that in this book. And we talk about, you know, fear in us, insecurity in us. And we talk about what are the boundaries to marriage and what are the boundaries, you know, to a healthy relationship? We go through the whole financial realm again. You know, do you have a budget? Do you have a usable uh, a budget that you agree to? And we do a lot with uh, the whole area of staying true and uh, maintaining your attraction towards uh, one another. And um, so it, we also uh, talk about something in this book called minefields, and those are our memories. We, we talked about them as memories from our past, mm-hmm. things that perhaps surface now that we're married. We call them memory minefields and, and how to deal with those. Maybe there needs to be uh, forgiveness. So maybe. important. Yeah. Mary, you want to add anything to that? I would like to talk about what we do with couples. Let's do it. I know you've been okay. waiting for this. Go for it. <laughs> this gives me more energy, I think, than anything else that I do right now. Wow. Um, anyway, so we had all of these young couples coming to us and saying, could we catch a meal with you? Could we uh, have some time with you? Could we? And, and, and some of them were friends of our children, our adult children. And it was like, we love this, these kids. We love the, sure. those millennials. We we love spending time with them, and we love having them at our table. But it was like, how do we accommodate all of these requests? We just weren't sure how to do that. So we were praying about it. Steve said one day, I really think God wants us just to do a group. Let's invite a group of couples sure. and, and go through the book. And so that was how we designed our Staying Together group. And it was, we they come one Tuesday night a month. I make the main dish, they're at our table, which is wonderful, and they bring the side dishes, the desserts, whatever we're adding to the meal. And we have like an hour at the table to share our testimonies, catch up from our month, and then we shift to the living room and do a chapter in the book. But what happens is relationship happens, and things happen in that group that would never happen if it was just a one-on-one thing, or if it was just... Uh, a, a thing with uh, somebody in, in the church. They're just so honest. Yeah. And there, there are times when those couples leave and Steve and I look at each other and say, do they really say that? <laughs> I mean, they're just so... Our, our age group, you know, our generation, we hid stuff. You know, we, we wanted the, the outside to look good. We wanted the surface to look great, especially if you were a Christian. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness, you couldn't have a problem. But this, the younger generations are like, they're just, they just put it out there. Awesome. And, and it, like one night we were sitting in a group and a girl just, we weren't even talking about affairing or uh, this girl just blurted out in the middle of the group, I'm in an emotional affair. And it was like, Steve goes, okay, we're, we're just going to close our books and we're going to listen to this girl. And we did. And then we had 
a time of, of her and her husband. And then she actually just repented to him. And, and then the husband's response was amazing because he took responsibility for what had happened, you know, and it was, I think it took everybody's breath away. Mm -hmm. And, and so, and then we had time to pray for him as a group, Mm -hmm. you know, so things like that happen and you're just like almost stunned sometimes. And, but Holy Spirit is there and he just Mm -hmm. does these wonderful things. And, um, so the sainting of the book is the tool that you use yes. for this to work. Yes, and sometimes we don't even get to all of the questions. Sometimes okay. it's life happens, and these <clears throat> and these young people are just sharing what they're dealing with in their marriage relationships, right. and it's not a counseling group. It's like kids coming or young people coming and saying, I, you know, we just we we have a good marriage, but we want it to be better, mm-hmm. and how can we do that? And and like they serve one another. Sure. It's not just. Right. talking heads right. it's like they serve one another in the group and listen to one another and develop relationships with one another Beautiful. pray for one another mm-hmm. and and like in one group we had a, a young guy who he wanted to to do a, a specific job change and was getting nowhere and another girl in the group said well i know somebody who's in that field and i'll just i'll give him your name and see and through the whole thing, this guy ended up with that job in that place because of the relationship with the girl in our group who had the knowledge of who could accommodate. You guys obviously are authors of the book. Yeah. Right. But anybody can do this. Talk to us yeah, about that. Yeah, because we're facilitators. We don't sit there as counselors. Yeah. Yeah. Right? We just sit there as friends, mentors, spiritual mom and dad, and right. just facilitate the book. But really... They come and they sh- they interact with one another, and it just works because they're in a living room setting. A lot of times the couples don't know each other. Sometimes they do. Mm-hmm. So there is a season in the beginning where we share their uh, marriage story and they sure. get to know one another, and we trade email addresses and prayer requests through the year. So practically we do meet with them only one evening a month, and they come for that evening mm-hmm. prepared to share, having read their chapter having done their homework, and uh, we do the 13 chapters in the book. So we have enough chapters to take us through the year. So we go through the year, and we try to do a chapter in the evening, and then we end the year with a retreat for them. We actually go away for a whole weekend retreat and, uh, yeah, spend time and hang out together and laugh and and, uh, continue to just continue to challenge and grow our marriages. And then we start a new group. Mm-hmm. Year after year. How many, how many years have you been doing this? I think we're in our year number 10. We wow. actually took a year off, and that ended up being a COVID year. Right. And so that was perfect. And then we did a special a Zoom group mm-hmm. year with young mm-hmm. leadership mm-hmm. couples. And those were dove couples. But what I want to say is sometimes we invite pastors of churches that are outside the Dove sure. Network sure. and say, do you have a couple mm-hmm that you think could benefit from this group. Sure. And and we have That's one great. particular pastor. He said, oh, I do. And we've had two couples from his church That's come great. through different groups with us. And and I want to say this to you. Know, we always say young couples, young couples. But there was an older couple actually in leadership who were asking, could we— they had actually sent young couples from their church through our group. And then they said, well, you know, we— come from a background with absolutely no church, no training, no Jesus, no, and we never had premarital, and we never had any kind of input into our marriage, and couldn't we please come to your group? And for a while, Steve and I were like, yeah, you know, you're just, you're just old, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, we old. Yeah, 
yeah, we were trying to offend them, and they weren't offended, but they were persistent. And they, and again, asked the next year, would it be possible for us? And finally, we go, what's the matter with us? We prayed about it. Yes, yes, join our oh, group. I want to tell you that that man changed, changed so much in that year. And we were like, oh, God, we could have missed this, you right. know. And he was just Beautiful. so teachable and, and really applied the things to his life and his ministry and his marriage. And it was like, it was a beautiful thing. Beautiful. So we learned a lesson there that you don't exclude people because of their age, even though it typically, you know, yeah. is geared toward younger yeah. couples. So. And to all of our listeners, pick up the book, Staying Together. You can get it wherever you buy books. You can get it on the Dove International uh, store or Amazon, or again, wherever you buy books, Staying Together or the book called Together. And I, you mentioned a few minutes ago, Mary, about some of the questions that you go through in Staying Together. Uh, talk to me a bit about that. It's not really a workbook, right? The Called no. Together is more of a workbook. No, it's not a workbook. And we go through the topics of uh, marriage, finances, marriage, mission, marriage, you know, and, and conflict. Conflict is a big yeah. area because we don't like to talk about conflict. Some of us don't yeah. hate conflict. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> Me, right. I hate conflict, you know, so we, we talk about the process of how to walk through that. But as you do that, then couples will share what they're in conflict about, yeah, sure. you know, and how, how do we deal with this? And, and, and the other couples have input for them. Um, yeah, yeah. So, Stephen Mary, are there other ways to use this book? We've talked about a few yes. ways. Mary, go for it. Yes. Um, I see that hand. I see that hand. <laughs> we, uh, we were in Ohio recently um, doing some training and met a couple in the group. Well, there were actually two couples there. It was an older couple and a younger couple, and they said— the older couple said, we invited this younger couple to go through the book with us because they're newly saved, a new relationship with the Lord, new to the church. And so they were taking them one-on-one through the book, mm-hmm. um, uh, couple to couple. And and then the young couple shared just how beneficial that was to them and how their lives were radically changed by it. And we're like, okay, so it doesn't have to be a, a group of people. It can be used one-on-one too, um, which is what they were doing. Any other ways? Lots of ways. Yeah, well, individually, as we said earlier, you can just pick up the book and exactly. read it uh, for yourself. Yeah, yeah, a couple could, in, a couple husband and wife could read it. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. So because it's built on a lot of the principles that called together was built on the yeah. areas that really are important. I, I think I add to the the conflict piece. You know that social psychologists tell us that the the number one issue in marriage is the inability to deal with conflict right resolve it yeah Yeah. resolve it to know how to resolve it and so that's a really important area and we want to spend quite a bit of time in that area how to resolve conflict i don't know there are very many parents that just knew how to resolve conflict and therefore they didn't know how to teach their children to resolve conflict then we get into marriage and the way we resolve conflict is screaming and yelling or, or 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 you know going wordless being going quiet or slamming the door and going out and taking a drive whatever the way or hoping that tomorrow the conflict is has disappeared but we actually go through a process of how to deal with conflict mm-hmm. so it's not will we have conflict yes we will but do we know how to resolve it and so we hit quite a bit on that one Question for both of you. What are your favorite topics covered in the book? You probably have different ones, I'm mm-hmm. guessing. Uh, mine is the mission, submission, commission piece, because I believe that what the Lord gave Steve uh, in the teaching of submission is radically different than obeying his every wish and will. Right, exactly. But 
it's about finding the mission for your marriage. Right. And we have couples that come and say, what do you mean mission? Because they didn't have, maybe they didn't have the the call together, so they never had to develop Mm -hmm. mission for their marriage or a mission statement for their marriage. And one couple, we were probably halfway through the year with staying together, and when we got to the whole part about mission, submission, and commission, she goes, this is why we're in this group. Now I know why we're in this group. (laughs) You know, it was like total revelation to them. They had no mission. They they weren't sure why. They knew they were in love, and they, they believed God you know, brought them sure. together, mm-hmm. but they didn't know why they were together and what their mission was. And so uh, for them, that was revelation. Beautiful. And, Beautiful. and and also uh, another couple that came, they literally created a mission and then put it uh, on a, some kind of art piece, and up it went up on the wall above their fireplace in their living room wow. so that everybody who enters their house sees why they're called together, what their mission is, and their kids see it every day. Three teenagers see it wow. every day, why their parents are married, why what their mission is, Beautiful. and how they're included in that. So that's powerful for me. Steve, how about you? Yeah, we talk about the six most important words in marriage, and that connects to the conflict area. And those are very, very important words that we found it difficult to say. No, um, no, I found it difficult to say. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have all a section on those words, and uh, we'd and love they to. They are well. We're going to give it away, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, do. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we, we talk about that. And um, I just think the, the whole area of, of accountability for our relationship and community is so important. And so uh, doing this book, marriages are not islands. You know, our families affect us and our friends affect us. And, uh, but we need people around us to help to we hold do. us accountable. And then... Finally, I would say prayer. I, I think something that we hit pretty heavily on is like, you know, you can fight and argue or you can pray and agree. Right. And so we really hit the topic of the intimacy of prayer. And, and we've, Mary and I have come to believe that as we pray through things, we find agreement. As we pray through things, we find the answers. As we pray through things, we, we disagree a whole lot less mm-hmm. because we're agreeing in prayer and have an expectation from the Lord rather than a demand from one another. But today we've been talking about staying together, marriage, a lifelong affair. And uh, before we had you on this podcast, we talked about called together. For those who missed that podcast, just briefly explain the called together workbook. Would you please, Steve? Yeah, called together is something that we we built to give uh, premarital uh, to couples, and uh, we have six sessions for premarital, and then we have two more sessions for if they are called together and they do marry, that they uh, have postmarital counseling. And then the book is really built as a workbook. And what we like to see happen is have trained couples who will walk uh, their a premarital couple through the process of premarital education or training or counseling, whatever you want to call it, mentoring. It's probably a, a better word. And then if they do marry, they meet with them for, for postmarital. These are couples that are trained, uh, and we have the training online. It is on the Dove website. It's also on the Called Together uh, website. And it's free. And it's right. free. There's four trainings, uh, how to work with a couple through this process of pre and postmarital. And you can take that online, that course online. 
And yeah, we have found, at least in our family and the families that use this resource, that, and I believe really an ultimate goal is de- decreasing the, the incidences of divorce for Correct. both of these books that we've done on marriage and preparation for marriage and marriage. So we really want to see uh, couples stay together. And uh, the proper foundation for that is, is started with a proper premarital. Exactly. Very well done. I want to mention again today that all the information on all these books, Stephen Mayberg, Kopchak, their mm-hmm. Call Together website, all that's on the show notes. Check out the mm-hmm. show notes and you can get in, in, in contact with them, any of the ministries that, they, that they're involved in. And uh, I want you to take a moment, Jed, before we close today, Steve. And just talk to us about the revelation God gave you about identity yet. Because your book, Identity, has been, so many people have been helped by that. Talk about that, Jay, if you would, please. Yeah, you know, all of us are born into this world. All of us want to know why we're here. Why do we exist? Um, as someone said, the, there's two great days in life. Uh, the day that we, you know, find ourselves existing on this earth. And then the day that we find out why. And so that whole book on identity is about the why. Uh, we look at in the beginning of the book, we talk about security and insecurity uh, because we know that that is built into that whole aspect of who am I? Uh, and so we, we really do work pretty heavily on how to heal our insecurities. We all have them. And uh, no matter how old we are, uh, we were uh, recently talking to a 92 year old who said, I don't want to go to this certain place that we wanted to take them because I, I'm using a walker now. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, 92 years old and you're concerned about how people perceive you, right. um, you know, using a cane or a walker or assistance. And I thought, that what, does that ever go away? You know, so we all deal with those things. And then that leads into the whole aspect of identity and uh, whose we are and who we are. So we define it and we look at all the different aspects of identity and we even get into the whole uh, sexual brokenness aspects of identity and gender identity and those pieces. And then we uh, do a section on how can we build identity in our children? How can our children have a proper identity? So challenging the the places where we found identity and uh, then uh, hopefully helping people to um, receive that proper identity in the Lord. Great book, Identity, mm-hmm. The Distinctiveness of You. Steve Prokopchak, pick it up wherever you buy books. Uh, you can obviously go to Amazon or you can go to the Devon National Store. Or again, wherever you buy books, mm-hmm. that's a great book. I want to give the two of you an opportunity yet before we close today's podcast. Anything else that you want to say to anyone listening here today about either leadership or about uh, marriage and having healthy relationships? Anything mm-hmm. the two of you would like to say in closing? Mm-hmm. I would say I think there are a lot of couples out there that that love marriage Mm -hmm. and their goal. They're married a long time and their goal is to be married longer. Uh, They have a lot of success under their belt. They have something to give the next generation. I want to encourage them to give the next generation what they've learned. And they can do that through becoming pre-postmarital counselors or they can do that through. You don't have to use these resources. Maybe there's another resource that you love. And you just want to sit down with another couple or a group of couples and walk them through how to have a a better marriage or just the venue of they can ask any question that they want to ask. I just believe there are a lot of couples out there that love the Lord, love each other and have something to give. Mm -hmm. And I want to encourage them to do that. Mm. Very good. Mm -hmm. Mary, anything you'd add? I think that in in our day that we live in there's a lot of division between mm-hmm. the generations right. and 
a lot of difference between the generations in different areas. I just feel like anything that you do with marriage, with couples, encouraging the next generation, it's impacting. It's yeah. powerful, and it it's a there's it's a way to bring the generations together, mm-hmm. and it's a way to keep connection. Good. and it's a way to respect one another. Like so many times, you know, we've had these younger couples in, and I just am amazed at their willingness to learn. Mm-hmm. They're they're hungry, and and you know, like we have these stereotypes of of these different generations, and it's just not that way. When you get them at your table and in your living room, and it's like they're hungry, they're hungry for God and relationship, mm-hmm. and right. yeah, it's a powerful thing. So powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, Steve and Mary, thank you for sowing into the generations for so many years. Thank you for materials that I know it's like to write books. And, you know, it's a lot of work goes into this. I mean, you made this available, not just for the Mm -hmm. global family, but for the body of Christ at large, anywhere in the world. And I just want to say thank you for what you've served Mm -hmm. for so many years in that and many more years to come. So... Thank you. Any last minute thoughts? Yeah, we want to thank you for having us and giving us this opportunity. And thank you yourself. I mean, including this in your podcast, because it's important, because you see the need of it. And and because you're a promoter of all of this and and these things, we've been able to do them because of, uh, you know, your promotion and your help to do so. So thank you. You're very, very welcome. Mm -hmm. And uh, please, everyone listening today, check out the show notes. Steve and Mary Prokopchak called together. And week after week, we talk about these things we can learn about leadership and marriage. Mm -hmm. It's such an important part of that, Mm -hmm. having strong marriages. So Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that Steve and Mary, you could come here today and share with us. Thank you. Thank you. So we look forward to seeing all of you next week. God bless you. And thank you for joining us today for the Larry Quarter Leadership Podcast. Have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to Larry Kreider's Leadership Podcast. If you want more information about any of Larry's books, daily devotionals, small group resources, or any other teachings, go to LarryKreider.com.